Welcome to the Own You Podcast, where we chat all things healthy habits and self-improvement. I'm your host, Angela Jones, and my purpose is to remind you just how much control and power you have over your life. I've stepped into this by focusing on mastering my own daily habits, and I couldn't believe the positive effects it had on life. If you're ready to take the reins, surprise yourself by your own potential, and create a life you've only dreamed of, then you've come to the right place. Own your habits, own your life, own you. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the Own You podcast. It has been a busy last mm, two months. My sister got married. We went away to North Carolina, and then I went to Italy for my best friend's wedding. And I've finally shaken off the jet lag and gotten back into the swing of things. So here we are back in normal life and back to the podcast. So this week I'm going to be talking about kind of looking back in time, looking back to the years where I worked just insane hours in a hospital and what I learned from that experience. So to paint the picture, looking back, I graduated PA school. I was 23 or 24. Got a job immediately in Boston. And that first job out of grad school, there were times when I was working 80, 90 hour weeks. There were day shifts, night shifts, 24 hour shifts, all of the things. Life was crazy. Plus, I was kind of a brand new adult. It was my first you know, like big kid job. I was navigating that, learning how to function in society as a real adult outside of school. I had this major transition from the identity of a student to the identity of a professional. So that took time in and of itself. And then on top of that, with the crazy hours and, you know, the massive amounts of information that you're learning as a brand new hire, it was just overwhelming. That first job especially, but there were times in my career, even long after I had, you know, figured out the professional side of things, there were so many times where it was such a challenge on my personal life. And I feel like it took me a very long time to learn how to succeed in both professional and personal lives. So looking back at that time in my life, I have learned so many things and so wish I could go back in time and tell, you know, 24-year-old me all of these lessons because I feel like I it would have just slingshot me forward. So that's we're going to do what we're going to do in this episode. I'm going to share all the things I learned working in the hospital. Well, not all the things, but <laughs> in this category at least. So again, to kind of paint the picture, I, for most of my career, I worked in a busy surgical service in a level one trauma center in Boston. It was pretty much always long shifts. So we're talking, I mean, 12 hours was a short shift to me. So we're talking, you know, 14, 15 hour days back to back beyond that first job of mine. I was lucky enough to have good stretches of time off, but regardless, if you have, you know, a good chunk of time off, if you're on three straight shifts that are 16 hours long, it's tiresome. 
and it's quite the adjustment, not only in your professional life, but kind of all areas. And looking back at this period, even though I became successful in my professional life, I felt like such a failure in my personal life. I, I've talked about, you know, trying to tackle the fitness habit many times on this podcast already, but there were so many things in my personal life, kind of my health and nutrition and all of these other areas that I just kind of were placed on the back burner. I put so much of myself into building up my career and focusing on that. And I was organized and prepared and really put all my time and energy into that side of my life. And then when it came to my personal life, there was nothing left. And for some reason, I couldn't translate those organizational skills from my career into my personal life. And I couldn't quite tackle the personal habits like I did in my career. So hindsight and experience has allowed me to look back on those years and realize I could have done things a bit different. I don't regret anything and I I have learned a ton in the process so I there's certainly no regret but hindsight and experience has allowed me to kind of corral these lessons into things that I can pass on. So I a little bit touched on it but being as organized and disciplined in my personal life as I was in my career would have been life-changing. I can't even imagine what my life would look like now had I translated that sort of discipline into the rest of my life. I think it was important that I did struggle in certain ways because I don't know that I would have been as determined to figure it out later. So as much as I'd love to say that I wish I'd figured this out 15 years ago, I think the process itself was important for me. Another thing is a mindset shift that seems so simple, but I didn't realize for a long time that was focusing on the time I had free instead of focusing on the time I spent working. So I remember looking ahead of my schedule and saying, okay, I have to work so many hours this week. I have all of these shifts back to back. You know, there, there won't be much energy or time left over for anything else where instead I should have been looking at that schedule and thinking, Okay, look at all of these open spaces. Yes, this time is set aside for work, but all of the rest of this week I can work out. I can go grocery shopping. I can hang with my family. I can see friends. So just that subtle mindset shift in looking at my schedule I think would have changed how I viewed time and planning and all of those things. Kind of alongside that as well is prioritizing prioritizing myself and my family. As time goes on, as we mature and get older, we realize the important things are often kind of overlooked for a while. I was lucky enough to grow up in a family that really prioritized family. We grew up valuing that side. And there were times that I felt that slip and it was when I was tired or felt overworked and just didn't have energy left. But really looking back and continuing to prioritize both myself and my family and friends would have been really important, especially going through a hard time. I would love to go back and tell 24-year-old me how to build personal habits so that I didn't always feel like I was drowning. Taking care of myself physically would have made really everything easier. 
building those habits are harder at first, but then it becomes easier in the long run. And the earlier I had started some of these habits, the easier it would have been to maintain and the easier it would be for me now. When you tackle those kind of physical, personal habits, it allows us to sleep better. It gives us more energy. We feel better. We show up in a more enthusiastic, healthy, wholehearted way in the rest of our life. So had I spent the time and the energy really solidifying those habits back then, it would have given me a leg up in my career. It would have given me a leg up in both my time off, but also my time in the hospital. And maybe I wouldn't have felt so lousy. Along that same vein, sleep routines. And it's really tough. And if you are someone who has a schedule that's kind of all over the place, your schedule changes, maybe different shifts, you shift work, maybe you work nights, sometimes days, sometimes weekends. <laughs> I feel for you because the all of the advice out there about sleep is hard to implement when your life looks like that. Every sleep expert preaches, you know, going to bed and waking up at the same times each day. And for a lot of us, especially in medical careers, that is just not possible. However, I do wish that I had prioritized sleep and sleep routines as close as I could have. After being in the hospital for 15, 16 hour days, I would come home and even though the time that I had left for sleep before the next shift was rapidly dwindling, it was hard for me to kind of come off the high of the day. It seemed like I always required sort of winding down before actually going to bed. And after I do that, then that left, you know, four or five hours to sleep and repeat the cycle. At the time, I used to try desperately to make up for sleep on my time off. When I had a stretch that was outside of the hospital, I would try to kind of bank all of these sleep hours, and that just doesn't work, unfortunately. So I wish I had put the discipline and the energy into solid sleep routines to help myself unwind, let my mind rest, go to sleep and get as many hours as possible. So I never felt like I always had to catch up. Another thing I wish I knew or understood back when I was working in the hospital was that reading can be enjoyable and beneficial. I think coming off so many years in college and grad school, reading in my mind was associated to homework, was associated with studying, and it just wasn't something that I found enjoyable for many years. It took some trial and error. It took trying to love reading books that just were not my jam, and then eventually finding what I really enjoyed most in a book and running with that, not judging myself for liking the nerdy (laughs) nonfiction books, but really embracing that. And had I realized that reading could be fun, that it didn't have to feel like studying for an exam, I could have done so much more personal development back then. It could have helped me unwind and maybe fall asleep easier at night. It could have been a nice outlet. And I could have I could have been learning this whole time. Unfortunately, that was a habit that I really fell in love with 
in the last couple years. So kind of random, not really related to working in the hospital, but I so wish I understood that back then. Something else that I wish I learned, and I've sort of touched on this before, but that it takes much longer to build a habit habit than I realized. There were so many times I took myself out of the equation purely because I had tried for a while and it wasn't working. I know I've talked about this in building a fitness habit and how I would go and put all this effort in and join the gym and try really hard. And I kept thinking if I could just, and I'm sure you've felt this way too, if I could just keep this going for a few weeks, I'll be golden. It'll solidify, it'll stick, and then I won't have to think about it. And it drives me crazy that that rumor about it taking 21 days to build a habit continues to circulate because it is so far from the truth. Habit and psychology research tells us that habits can take upwards of 250 plus days. And I've used this example before, but it's super easy to understand this concept when you compare two different habits. So say I'm trying to build a fitness habit. That is going to take weeks, months. For some people, it could take even years. Where if you compare that to the classic example I always use is eating chocolate every night after dinner. Now, I don't know about you, but if you like chocolate like I do, that would take you exactly two days (laughs) to build that habit and really solidify it. So it's not fair that we approach that fitness habit, which is so much more complicated, so much harder, takes much longer to practice each time you go. It's unfair to compare that to eating chocolate at night after dinner. So by telling yourself, if I can just put in effort for the next couple weeks, 21 days, then I'm golden, that's setting setting you up to fail. That is creating disappointment frustration, all things that can totally zap your effort and your enthusiasm when it comes to a particular habit. So had I understood back then that it takes much longer than that for most habits, I would have had a little more patience with myself. I would have given myself a bit more grace to continue to suck at it until I didn't. Where if you're stuck in that, you think, okay, it's been 22 days. This still is not an automatic habit. I'm still trying to talk myself into it. Then this habit just wasn't meant to be. And that's not fair to yourself. You're, you're cutting off your effort before you really even tried. So instead, thinking about creating a new habit and committing to as long as it takes, which yes, that might sound sort of grim in the beginning, but won't create that frustration and disappointment come day 22 and you're still trying to work hard at it. So give yourself the grace. Allow yourself to suck for a little longer than you may want and commit to as long as it takes. And when you have that sort of perspective and that sort of mindset around something new that you're creating, you're actually giving yourself a chance to succeed. And that can make all the difference. And another thing I wish I had known back then was that if I had taken better care of myself physically, mentally, and put as much effort into my free time as I had with my work time, I may not have burned out so quickly. It's kind of a bummer looking back and 
you know, from fresh eyes and seeing the places that I could have improved or tweaked things just slightly. But I think one of the biggest things that may have changed had I been able to do that was that burnout. And I honestly kind of hate talking about burnout. I feel like it's become this sort of cliche, (laughs) but it's true. And you don't have to work you know, 90 hours a week in medicine to feel that burnout. You can you can feel and experience that in any career. But if we take better care of ourselves in all aspects of life, I think that gives us a better shot at preventing burnout, which is much easier than dealing with it when it does happen. We had in the hospital, we used to have all kinds of lectures. And I remember several times we'd have guest lecturers speak on taking care of ourselves and avoiding burnout and and all of these things, provider fatigue, compassion fatigue. And at the time, it just sort of went in one ear and out the other. It's really hard to adopt these things when you're kind of in the trenches, when you're struggling, when you feel exhausted, when you feel like you have no time. And the, the bummer part is that the people that probably needed to hear that the most are the people who have the hardest time hearing and implementing these things. So I think it's important that when we do have the time, when we do have some energy, when we aren't already feeling like we're drowning, those are important times to build up these habits to help future you prevent burnout in whatever career you're talking about. And I don't mean to belittle any of this. I'm not saying working out is going to you know, prevent chaos in your career. I'm just saying if we do put in some effort to build those healthy habits and take better care of ourselves in every aspect of life, that sets us up for a more whole experience that we can prevent things like burnout or feeling exhausted, losing time with family, kind of all of these other areas. It's, it's the foundation with which you can build all of these other areas in your life. Now, like I said, looking back at these crazy years, I don't regret anything. I'm really proud of myself for continuing to try in these areas where I was failing miserably and struggling. And like I said, I think it's important that I did experience that. I don't think I would have been as interested in the science and psychology of habit formation had I not struggled for so long trying to do this on my own. And there's, you know, the cliche, everything happens for a reason. And I do feel like that's true. I do feel like everything that I went through was important to set me up for what my life looks like now. But I hope you can take some of this wisdom from crazy years that I spent in the hospital and apply it to your own life. And your, your life may not look like minded at 24 and working 90 hours and, you know, forgetting how to sleep, not having time to go grocery shopping or forget seeing friends and family. Your life does not have to look like that to implement these lessons. But take it from me, who's been there, who's lived the crazy fast-paced life in the big city, and I hope that you can gain wisdom from the mistakes and the lessons that I've experienced for your own life. Thanks for being here. I will see you again next time. 
Thank you so much for listening. My dream is to help as many people as possible take control of their habits to build big, beautiful lives. If this episode has supported you in any way, it would mean the world if you hit subscribe and left me a review. Feel free to tag me or shoot me a DM on Instagram at underscore Angela underscore Jones. They are so fun to see. If you're looking for additional support, subscribe to my email newsletter at the link in the show notes. I will catch you right back here next week.